15th of August 2022, just before we were chanting uh, the verses of contemplating Sankara's conditioned formations, the 32 parts that comprise the bodies of us people. So externally, there is the hair of the head, hair of the body, nails, teeth and skin, these five parts. And then there are the internal organs as well. So the liver and the kidneys, the heart, the lungs, the spleen, the brain, the bones. There's also the water element, like the digestive fluids and the blood and the lymph. So these um, are some of the 32 parts. And these 32 parts, they fall under the category um, in the Satipatthana Sutta of uh, Kayakata Sati, um, having mindfulness over the body. So another aspect of this is watching the in-breath and the out-breath. This is also to do with the body. And also the movements that we have with the body, the various postures that we take, to do those movements with mindfulness. He's also contemplating this body in terms of the four elements, <coughs> seeing it as a collection of earth, water, fire and air. Or the ten asupa kamatanas, and seeing the body as being unattractive in ten different ways. And also the 32 parts can be used for this purpose as well, contemplating them to to see the body as being something that isn't beautiful. And this is a method to give rise to samadhi, to gather the mind together. So for practitioners who have this sense of delight in the body, feeling pleased by our own bodies or the bodies of others, Um, liking bodies, seeing them as being beautiful, that if this feeling arises frequently, then we should contemplate the body, the hair of the head, hair of the body, the nails, the teeth, the skin, or contemplate the bones or contemplate the blood. This is okay. So to investigate these back and forth, back and forth, until we become proficient at them. And then through this, the mind can enter into peace, into kanaka samadhi, this momentary collectedness, or upachara samadhi, neighborhood collectedness. And the more that we see clearly into that through our contemplation, and the more understanding will arise. That this body really is unattractive, and through that understanding, the mind becomes bright and clear. So it's possible initially that to contemplate this, we need to bring up sanya, we need to bring up perception or memory, perceiving the body as being something that isn't beautiful, 
And we bring up this perception initially in order to give that object um, of the body to our minds. And then as we carry on doing that, then a feeling will arise. And also perhaps a limiter, a mental image can appear within the heart. We may see a skeleton externally and then we bring that into our hearts and contemplate that until eventually that image of the skeleton that really sticks in our mind's eye. We may contemplate the blood instead or uh, pus instead or hair of the head, hair of the body, nails, teeth and skin. So we can look at the hair, for example, contemplate that and see how it changes that as children our hair was one color but as we grow older then that color slowly changes becomes more and more white until the whole head is filled with white hair so we can contemplate the nature of change there within the hair and how it adjusts like this, it changes according to age. And also it's something that isn't constant, it's something that isn't beautiful as well. So initially, however, we can just bring up this perception of the unattractive nature until the mind comes to peace and there's a sense of lightness both within the body and the heart. And the more we can see that lack of beauty in the body, then the more beautiful the heart becomes, the brighter it becomes. It frees itself from this darkness that it was once in, due to uh, seeing the body as being unattractive, then the mind becomes more bright, more radiant and more beautiful. If we see the body in terms of lust, however, a delight towards it, then this is the cause for becoming and birth, for us staying stuck in the cycle of birth and death. Because we're stuck with these bodies, stuck to the view that they are beautiful. So we should contemplate this asuba until we become skilled at it, until we start to see the nature of change there within the body, how it breaks apart, how it decays. And see the body as being these four elements which disintegrate into emptiness. Seeing the emptiness right there. We gain a deep understanding into not-self. That there isn't a self there. It's not beautiful. It's a heap of elements that break apart. And there's no self to be found within it. And this insight can destroy the wrong views that we have. And as a result, the heart becomes empty. Or we could have mindfulness at the mind itself, watching the thoughts that arise and seeing that there are two kinds of thoughts. And there are these negative thoughts which condition the mind. There's a vija there conditioning the mind thinking or causing it to think about things which are not good, things which are harmful. These thoughts of harming other people, of um, focusing on their bad qualities of being very critical of them, of having ill will, wishing to harm. And these are all ignorant thoughts. It's delusion that brings them about, 
and that provokes the sense of heat and agitation within the heart. So at the other side are the good thoughts. These thoughts to be selfless, to help out our society, to practice, to meditate, to keep the precepts, to be generous. These are skillful thoughts, these are meritorious thoughts. And when these come up, then we should use them, we should practice in line with them. Any bad thoughts, and thoughts in terms of ego or self, then we try to abandon these thoughts of focusing on the faults of others, that they're wrong and I'm right. We think this way constantly, and we just try and put these down. So as practitioners, when our minds have reached peace already, then we can come and look at this body and this mind. And we take care of our hearts so that they don't fall into liking or disliking, so that we maintain that peace within them. And we can see that even though the mind is at peace, there's still something there which it attaches to as a self, and that is this body. The pains that arise within the body, as Dukkha that comes up, So we need to prepare ourselves for that firstly by sitting for long periods in meditation, enduring with those painful feelings, fighting against them, preparing ourselves for the time in the future when we'll grow ill, when we're close to death, and all the um, pain, the agony that can be within the body at that time. So we train ourselves um, forbearing with these painful feelings that come up in meditation. Cultivating samadhi, and the samadhi is very important. Samadhi with sila, virtue, as its foundation. Because if we don't have that virtue there, then mental cultivation is very arduous. So the sila dhamma is something that is of great significance. So we have that sila first taking good care over our actions of body and speech for the sake of bringing up samadhi within the mind. And the samadhi, we cultivate that for the sake of wisdom, that we don't use that in other ways, but we do it to train in wisdom, to train in mindfulness and wisdom. So, therefore, we watch these bodies, we know these bodies of ours, in all of the five khandhas. Because if the mind is lacking in intelligence, then it will deludedly take these five khandhas to be me. And people who are deluded, then they take this to be me, and then they try to seize other people's five khandhas as well, try to harm others, even try to occupy forcibly other people's countries. So this is something that happened during the time of the Buddha. It happened a hundred years ago. And that one country that has more power, they try to seek out other countries and take them as their own. And try to seize those countries. And for those that have more power than others, then they're able to do this. 
able to take advantage and harm those with less power. And really it's the kilesas, the defilements, which have actually seized our hearts. And so people in this condition, they don't have liberty. See, externally, that if we have physical freedom, then there's more of a sense of ease that we gain. So like all of us, as babies, when we were stuck in a cot, it was very difficult for us. We see other people walking about or even running, and we want to gain that kind of freedom. We want to be in a situation where no one needs to look after us, to constantly be taking care of our needs, that we're able to look after ourselves. But even though we eventually gain that kind of freedom, it's still temporary. Because when we get old, then we lose that freedom once more. So there's another kind of freedom that comes through our practice. And this is bringing up inner peace. And through this we gain liberty from the chaos and the scatteredness and restlessness of the mind. That the mind instead uh, comes to a place of calm and quiet, where there's happiness and contentment there within the heart. And here we gain freedom from the thoughts, freedom from the sensory experiences, and freedom from the nirvanas, the hindrances. And there's happiness there within that state. And then when we gain that happiness, we see for ourselves the benefits of bringing the mind to peace. And alongside that, we see the drawbacks and the danger of a heart that is chaotic. We know this place that we can find peace and coolness there within. It's another home for ourselves. So we train in samadhi until this becomes well established. And then it will develop into wisdom. So we use different methods to do this. We can contemplate the 32 parts to bring the mind to peace, reciting as a mantra, hair of the head, tear of the body, nails, teeth and skin within the hearts, contemplating the body back and forth, back and forth, being, seeing it as something that is unattractive. And then the mind can become very at ease and comfortable, feel very spacious and free. If there is lust or liking there, however, then this is something that puts a squeeze on our hearts, and that internally we feel stifled. We feel like we don't have much um, room or much freedom. And there's something there which is binding us, which is squeezing on us. And that's what happens when there is this lust or this liking in the heart. And it's the same with dislike as well. And that there is also this squeezing there. But this is more um, the heat of lust that produces this. Or sorry, the heat of anger that produces that. But if it's liking, then it's the fire of raga, of lust. 
And delusion is a fire as well, a fire which burns the heart and which doesn't allow us to be free. So when samadhi appears, then our minds gain liberty from this, even though that's a temporary liberation. And this is even more the case if we see the body as being a nietzsche, dukkha, anatta, as being something changing, something that's a source of suffering and not self. That it's just elements following the course of nature that need to decay, need to disintegrate. And if we see that, then the heart gains this liberty of Nibbāna. We see this freedom of Nibbāna there, we see Nibbāna. And this here is true, genuine liberty that we gain. The opportunity that we have now is a very good one. We have strength, we have energy, so we should use that to train our minds. Because it's not sure. We may be 50 or 60 years old, and it's possible for illnesses, very dangerous and severe illnesses, to arise at this age. And perhaps before we could speak very clearly, we could speak loudly, but now we're not able to do that anymore. And if we knew that 10 years ago, that we would have lost our voice like this or gained illnesses like this, um, then we'd think that we can't be heedless. We need to put in our efforts now, practice now, really be firm in this training, really try and cultivate generosity, try to look after our precepts well, establishing ourselves in mindfulness and samadhi, giving ourselves energy, allowing the mind to become free from all of its attachments. And when we can do this, when the mind gains this liberty from its attachments, then the heart enters into Lokutara Dhamma, this Dhamma of transcendence, of abiding beyond the world. So may all of you set your hearts on this. <laughs>